Are we good? Yep. Excellent. Hello and welcome to Huntington School Music Department Podcast. I'm Tim Burnage. I'm the subject leader for music at Huntington and I'm joined by Ian Wilson on my right, who's the subject leader for music technology and uh, Liz Dunbar, who is the York Pathfinder lead for secondary music. She's sat opposite me. I am. And today we are doing another podcast to give you a snapshot of what we've been chatting about. Today's topic of the day is does your curriculum at Key Stage 3 provide pathways to music at Key Stage 4 for all students? Liz? Um, well, it's the kind of hot topic at the minute, isn't it? Curriculum design and... It's uh, everywhere. It's everywhere. And what with the new model music curriculum and the Ofsted stuff and what have you, um, it's what everybody's talking about. And... Um, I really like this one because I think one of the things that we love to do at Huntington is say, right, everybody's a musician and if you would like to do GCSE, then we will take you there. So here's three years and we will take you there. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's so critical, isn't it, that we get the kids early doors, um, seeing themselves as a musician and seeing the possibility that they could do this and not just ruling it out because they don't play an instrument. Yeah. Um, and the work has to happen with them and sometimes with their parents as well. It does. To persuade them that actually this is accessible because I think people remember uh, what music was like. Parents remember what yes. music was like when they're, as, yes. they're school, as my good wife always tells me. Um, <laughs> we just had a woman that came and played the guitar and we sang the Cheers theme every year. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, where everybody knows your name. <laughs> so um, so actually there's, there's, bit, there's hearts and minds uh, work to do um, at all levels here, isn't there? Yes, I think the, uh, the key thing is, is uh, and, and students are quite surprised by this, is that we expect musical, uh, to have musical conversations and to get musical outcomes from every single student and that they all hopefully um, feel like they can uh, attempt work and that they could that they're being treated um, equally and as a musician in this you know this learning environment and I think that the program that we put together which is a combination of uh, performance improvisation composition listening acquisition of language um, is the kind of package where by the time you get to the end of year nine or even the start of year nine when students are making their choices for GCSE mm. that they feel and that their parents feel that yes this could be for them I think it's that mindset of um, every single pupil and every single class well I, I sometimes say it to my groups it's like we, we are training you for GCSE yeah. many of you won't choose it hopefully many of you do um, but the idea is is that you are doing a three-year course it's joined together and by the end of year nine, in theory, even if you had no musical experience whatsoever before joining us at Huntington School, you will be ready to do GCSE music. But how do we do that? Well, because it's, I mean, it's, it's the challenge that's often thrown at music, isn't it? You know, art managed to do this. You know, uh, all, all you ever experience of uh, art quite possibly is being in art lessons. And yet, you, you know, they still get great numbers at GCSE. And this is yep. true of drama as well. Yep. Potentially your drama experience. But music, mm. nah, no, this is the specialist one. You mm. know what I mean? that you have to have done lots of extra things and you have to have a grade five or something. Or something like you know, that. Yeah, yeah, and, it, yeah. And, and, and it's not true no. and, it's, and it's frustrating. And so, so we have to um, un, almost unpack that as well, yeah. don't we? And it's interesting because that 
conversation never ends because, of course, it's a new Year 7 every year. It's not the same crowd. You're not talking to the same crowd. And it's a new set of parents. And so you have to kind of go again. Um, But I think because music is one of those peculiar things where you can start off, you know, really early in life, three, four years old, five years old, starting to learn an instrument, that um, some students will see their peers around them um, carrying cases and carrying boxes and thinking, oh, what's in there and what are you doing with that? And so it does feel for some students maybe distant. Mm. Um, And so it's kind of breaking down those barriers. So at Huntington, uh, what do our students in Key Stage 3 experience that prepares them for GCSE, given that they have maybe not done very much music at primary school and might not play an instrument and might not come and join one of the extracurricular uh, activities? So only what they get in classroom music in 789, what are they getting? So, well, the the listening um, skills that are developed is a big part of it because obviously the GCSE exam is, is a listening exam. So we do um, a listening uh, lesson, a listening test, whatever you want to call it, usually once every half term. So once every six weeks or so, they get that um, opportunity uh, to develop the listening skills. Um, oh. It's Tim, you were saying it's not necessarily about the test itself. No, it's like any assessment, isn't it? Actually, we're... we're trying to draw out of them you know how much they've understood of the language that we're that, that we're introducing to them in that unit and also the kind of the the breadth of music that we hope to uh, bring into any unit of work that we do is one of the things that we've just been recently reviewing isn't it um you know exploring how do we expose students to a really wide range of repertoire and treating all of the music that they'll encounter as equal yeah, you know absolutely. that's really important isn't it and i think when we we do a lot of training as well where we actually teach students how to hear possibly hear in a musical way for the very first time and then when you start to pick things out from a piece of music and start to highlight them with students they do start to hear critically and musically and analytically and then that becomes their way of hearing and we often have often have students who you know have been through you know five six seven years of Uh, music education with us and they will say oh I now listen to music like this and I now can't switch off from Mm -hmm. listening to music without taking it apart and we've even had parents say to us um, oh I've got the bug now because my daughter or my son has shown me how to hear and now I do it where I tease the things apart like I'm looking on the back of a cornflakes packet and looking at all the elements that are in there the salt and the sugar content and I'm taking it apart now and hearing it with new ears and um, finding so much more depth in music that I've known for years because of this technique. We had that awesome story a few years back, didn't we, of the A-level students who were at a party and one of them shouts to the other one, hey, check out the inner pedal. (laughs) (laughs) Not cool. It was not cool. (laughs) Would you you say in terms of putting the tests together for Key Stage 3, how, you know, because we've obviously unpicked the GCSE paper quite a lot recently in terms of, you know, uh, what style of questioning, what do they always get asked about, you know, what categories, what are the easier listening questions, what are the medium, what are the, you know, green, amber, red and all that. Um, In terms of putting these tests together, if people don't do it out there, where would they start with it? Um, Would you say that thinking, having the GCC style paper in mind, does that kind of dictate how you organise these year seven listening tests, Mm. year eight listening tests, year nine? I think um, the way that we often go in on this is we kind of think of what can you hear 
without any training whatsoever is a great way in. So everybody can hear if something is loud or if it's soft. So a really nice way in is kind of to start there because you know this whole kind of like you're going for an 80% success rate in people's responses to keep people on side, to keep students on side, is in the early stages what you really want to do is make sure that people go, oh, I can do this. Mm. I got that right. Oh, this is great. I didn't think I'd get that right because this is a music lesson, so I'm bound to get it wrong. Well, actually, if it's to do with let's say, very simply dynamics. Everybody can hear that. People, generally speaking, can hear high and low. People, generally speaking, can hear fast and slow. So those are kind of like really simple ways in um, where students can really quickly go, all right, I can do this. And then we'll get to the texture stuff. We'll get to the harmony stuff. I think a lot of them are usually quite confident with instruments as well yeah which is great because as we've found with the gcc paper there's so many quite simple it's a big well, chunk not, of you know, it yeah, not, you yeah. Know, there's so many questions recognizing instrument timbre, yeah. or families and i think year seven eight and nine that's probably one of the elements that they'd be more confident with yeah so i i remind them of that you know if it is instrument questions and they've, they've done well on it it's like yeah this is this gcc is full of this yeah. you could do you know you could do this yeah, it's true. I think one of the other things that we've uh, really considered is uh, how do we make the Key Stage 4 course a bit more accessible to the non-playing musician? Um, so using the technology-based options, we, we work with the AQA um, example, but using the uh, technology-based options has been really good. Um, and we've uh, we've brought some of that into Key Stage 3 as well. So we had a scheme, um, there's my phone, uh, we had a scheme a little while ago that we introduced, which was a sort of preview of the, uh, you know, sequencing a, a performance at, um, at GCSE. And we do that in year eight now, just again, just to kind of um, introduce the idea that you can make music, particularly in this day and age, without necessarily being a um, highly skilled instrumentalist. Actually, for a lot of our students, technology is their instrument uh, and we can get them practicing on that. I think it's really nice to be able to have, as well by the time we get to GCSE, lots of different pathways for different types of musicians, which I think is something that we go, oh, we could try it this way, we could try it that way. And when you when you meet your cohort, you can say, all right, we've got just the right course for you. And yes, it's a lot more work, but you can bespoke, uh, you know, a course, you make it um, fit a student so that they then get a really great learning experience out of it without having to think that they are missing something in their armory. I really like as well, right from the start of year seven, how we will do uh, really simple creative tasks where with a musical outcome, anybody can do it. And it's a real leveller between uh, students who are vocalists and instrumentalists and those who have had no prior experience. And all of a sudden, when it comes to creating something new and something original, um, it levels the playing field because there are no right answers and there are no dots, let's say, if we're not using notation. Um, it's just, right, create me something in sound, you know, based on you know a bunch of rules or something. And I love that as well because, again, it opens students ears and eyes to the possibility that they are musicians too. So I reckon if we were to sort of summarise, a lot of the things that we've talked about are things that we've designed in order to um, persuade students that they can be a musician and to build confidence 
in their musical abilities so that actually the possibility of doing a GCSE in music is on the table for them yeah. at the end of year nine or at the beginning of year nine as yeah. they often have yeah, to choose. Yeah, yeah. And that's 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 the key thing, isn't it? Yeah. Have I missed anything? No, I think what Ian was saying about like the acquisition of language, mm. that really powerful thing, because if you can describe what you're doing or if you can describe what it is that you need help with, what you need support with, that's really, really it's really, really powerful language. You know, it's a really, really powerful thing to be equipped with that. So you're not on the back foot saying, oh, yeah, can you help me with the thingy which goes dingle dangle with the boingy bit? No, if you've got the proper <laughs> words, it really helps, yeah. doesn't it? I think just that, a, a quick last bit was the idea of uh, all the units in key history being keyboard based so that they've got, oh, yes. um, rather than kind of trying out different instruments for a term or, you know, it's just sticking with the keyboard because uh, that obviously gets them ready. You know, if we're using, we use Cubase, but whatever music production software you use to compose at GCSE, uh, obviously there's a MIDI keyboard in front of you. Um, so they're used to using a, 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 a piano keyboard. Mm. Um, and it chimes beautifully with the Ofsted uh, recommendations, doesn't it? Absolutely. The recent research report, which just talked about how actually if you can spend time working with one instrument over the what is it 40 hours a year that you yeah. get if you have an hour a week of music you know yeah. just over you know someone's working yeah. week um you know 120 hours over key stage three if you can just stick with one instrument so they can uh, gain a deal of uh, proficiency in that that really really helps again with building confidence mm. there we go right well that's sorted then isn't it <laughs> yeah. well easy uh, yeah um and we'll come back to you with Podcast 4. Podcast 4. And in the meantime, you can check out the uh, Hunt School Music website, which is live, and follow us on Twitter. And if you've got anything that you want to feed back to us, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.